Hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Lynn, and I'm hoping that this comes out loud enough. I am having to be quiet, but I'm going to try to keep my phone closer to me than um, I had a bunch of content I ended up having to delete because the volume was just so low. It was completely pointless. Um, but today's episode, I am giving you 10 ideas to do with your toddler from 12 months plus. Um, if you're still quarantining and you're bored and you guys are just like, you know, about to lose it. Um, also half of these are free that you should, should be stuff that you have around your house. And, um, half of them also are things that you should be able to get some chores done with, um, if they work for you. Um, of course, all of that depends on you and your baby and everything else. But I wanted to do this because... Every time I look for things that are like for 12 months plus, all I find are things that are like, you know, babies that are 15, 16 months, 18 months. And there's a big difference between a 12 month old and an 18 month old. Like that six months is another half of their life. Like when they're at 12 months, they've only been through that time period two times in their life. So by 18 months, it's like adding another half of their life on. It's you know, it's a big difference with babies. So, um, no particular order for these. Um, some of them are more fun for baby and some, um, really there's just one that's kind of more for mom. Um, but like I said, I'll be letting you know which ones are, um, free and which ones you can do with chores. Um, and some of these may be free for you just because you already have the stuff. Um, but I am not going to assume for anybody. So, um, there's, I'm, you may be able to add two more of these on, um, depending on what you have around the house. Um, so the first one is bubbles, but I do not mean this is why I didn't put a star by this one. Cause you probably don't just have this around your house. Um, but when I say bubbles, I don't mean just like a wand and blowing bubbles, although you could definitely do that. I mean, find yourself a little bubble machine that will sit um, on a shelf and blow bubbles for your kids because my baby loves this. Now, I wouldn't say I didn't, I don't have this one added on to the chores, um, but technically, if you were in the room, um, if you had chores, uh, obviously you're going to be in the room. Um, but if you have chores in that room, depending on how old your baby is, they may be completely like enamored by the bubbles and let you get some stuff done, or they may be not paying attention to where they're going and running into stuff because they're looking up and not looking where they're going. So you may actually have to supervise them more closely with bubbles. Um, but I, um, what I did is we have a tall shelf next to the TV and um, I put her little bubble machine there. She, it's something she got for Easter. It actually ran out of bubble solution for it. So I just took, um, I went into the kitchen and used a little bit of dish soap and just added a little bit of water to it so it was more liquidy. And um, we used that and it made way more bubbles than the actual bubble solution. So um, it didn't keep her entertained for a really long time, but it did, um, it lasted for a while. So, um, all right, so this next one, this, I put this under the category of something you could do chores with, and it's definitely free. 
Um, I just kind of thought of this today and did this while I was changing my sheets. So it's definitely something that you can do while you're doing a chore, although it's a pretty specific chore. Um, so of course, if you had like an old sheet that you could use, you could do this um, just while you're doing laundry. Um, but I was trying to take all the sheets off my bed and I just brought the baby into my room and she was finding like every single thing that is not safe. Um, but while she was getting into all that stuff, I was like, how am I going to carry this stuff into the other room? And she's still sitting here or she's, you know, trying to get into everything in my room. And then I was like, Oh, I have a great idea. And I sat her on the, um, comforter and we made a sheet train. Um, and I drug her from the bedroom into the laundry room on the sheet. And I put the, um, my mattress protector, I just put that behind her. So I was carrying two things at once. Um, and I drug her into the laundry room, put the sheet protector in, or the mattress protector in the wash and then made her get up and put that in the wash. Of course, she was not happy about that. So, um, we actually did spend quite a few minutes, um, with me making train noises and dragging her around the kitchen and, uh, dining room area for a while. So if you have an area in your house, I mean, I wouldn't use your good sheets. And especially if you have carpet, because anytime you drag something, you're going to tear the fabric a little bit. I mean, not tear it, but, um, like distress it a little bit. Um, so I wouldn't recommend using like your best stuff to do this, but the other idea was, you know, if, and it also depends on your area. Like, are you going to have to go through gates and things like that? Or is it just a straight shot? Which in my case, from my bedroom to the laundry is a straight shot. Um, and I don't have stairs or anything like that. So obviously wouldn't work for everybody, but she really had a lot of fun with it. And I could also see if you had an old sheet that you didn't mind just making for this purpose, you could also take it with you as you gather other laundry. And cause I'm pretty sure you could even have a laundry basket on it, you know, like behind the baby as you pull it. Now she didn't want to lay down. Um, I tried to lay her on her tummy, but she didn't like that. So she actually sat up. So I had to go really slowly so that she didn't fall backwards. And I kept my eyes on her the whole time. Um, so may not be the best idea for everybody, but she really enjoyed that. And it was something different for us. Um, so this one would probably require some purchases for most people. Um, and you may have already thought of this and may have this outside, but I have an idea for inside as well. So this is a little, um, like inflatable or even one of the hard, um, plastic pools. Um, now my thought behind, this is one that I do have in the chore, uh, list because my thought was that you might be able to do something similar to what we've done. Um, I don't really do it here, but at my mom's house, she, um, bought an outdoor pool that's inflatable and it's like a unicorn shape and she'll just blow it up and put it in the middle of her living room when the baby's there. Um, and she plays in it like a little play yard kind of now she can get in and out of it, but when you first put her in there, she'll stay in there for a while. So the other thought I had behind making this, um, something that you can do, um, chores with is if you had one of those like hard plastic pools that I always see them like outside Walmart um, and maybe have some specific toys that you keep in that pool and then 
in addition, only like the baby is only allowed to play in that when you're doing chores. So like if you set it up in the middle of your kitchen while you're doing dishes or um, in the laundry room while you're sorting laundry. Um, And the reason I was thinking about the hard pool is because that would be easy to just pick up and lean against a wall or something like that. Or even like right outside your, you know, if you have a garage or something like that. I mean, you could definitely store it without too much of a problem um, as far as like just picking it up and getting it out of the way. The inflatable pool, obviously you can store that in a much smaller area, but the downside is you'd have to blow it up every time you wanted to use it. So, um, but we have an outside pool and then at my mom's house, she has the inside one. So that's definitely another option. And, uh, if you had some toys that were only with that, it definitely would be a cool little play thing. Um, and you can put a blanket inside there. You can put a pillow. Um, my daughter loves to just like, not when she's going to sleep, but just if you put a pillow on the floor, she thinks it's like a, it's like she dives into it, like, like diving into a pool, but she just loves pillows. So, um, all right, this next one is pretty simple. It's free and that is a dance party. So we've been doing this, um, in the evenings a little bit, um, just to, it's like that little stretch right before bedtime where they're cranky but it's not quite time to go to sleep yet and they need something different to do um so we just use our amazon device to put some tunes on and um a great one for little ones is the crazy frog uh songs it's not it's like songs that you probably know and it's like dance songs um but it has a goofy frog and it makes everything's like really high tempo so it's um like the ones that we like are the um, Axel F, which is like from the um, Beverly Hills Cop, I think is what that's from, but it's with Crazy Frog. Um, that's the one most people have heard of before. Um, but there's, I didn't realize how many different songs they had done in the Sorry guys, got interrupted by a very long phone call, um, so I have to get back on track. I know we were talking about dance party and that I was recommending the crazy frog songs if you don't have any that you already like to dance along to um but for this one like I really recommend you know we listen to baby bum all the time like all day long but for this situation I highly recommend um putting on some music that you enjoy or that's kind of like in between that's like the crazy frog you don't have to worry about um I don't think you have to worry about it being clean um but it's like stuff that you're cool with. Another one that I like to dance with is the, um, I don't know if it's the actual name of the song, but it's you're the one that I want from Greece. Um, that's another one that we have fun dancing to. So just like something that you enjoy, not kids songs, um, to make it, that makes it more interesting for the baby as well, because it's not something they hear all the time. Okay. So this next one is very similar to that. This is both free and something you can do while you're doing chores, although this chore is maybe something that you don't do on a regular basis. Um, I know I don't, (laughs) but this is using your baby as an exercise partner. So, um, of course, not for every exercise you can do under the sun, but there are a lot of exercises and definitely stretches that you can do and incorporate your baby into them as well. Um, If you're going to do this and actually use it as marking off your exercise for the day. Um, I would actually have a 
like a plan, an actual list of the different things that you could do, and just some ideas to get you started. You can definitely um, use your baby to do squats, and you can either hold baby close to you, or you can hold them out kind of like a counterweight and have their feet touch the floor as you go down into a squat, and then, you know, as you pick them up, um, and it's just, they think it's a game, but you're actually doing squats. Um, another one that we really like to do, which this is more of a stretch, is um, put the baby on your, and please, like, if, you're, if you've never done this before, never seen it before, you have to do this at your own risk. You have to make sure your baby is safe because not all babies are, you know, if you don't have flexibility for this one, don't even try because it's, it could be dangerous. But we put um, the baby on our feet holding their arms and um, lift them up into the air. So it's a good hamstring stretch. But again, if you've never done it and you don't have good flexibility, don't try because you don't want to be in the middle of a cramp with that. But of course, you do have your hands on the baby the whole time. So um, it's not just like letting them go in the air on your feet. That's very dangerous. Um, Another alternative to that is to bring your knees into your chest and have the baby on like you kind of put their butt, um, you kind of have them straddle your feet and they're laying, um, across with their head, like above your knees. And you can do, you can bring your knees into your chest and you can even do sit-ups with this. Um, I, how do I start? I guess I start with my feet on the floor and then I'm sitting up and then I rock backwards and bring my knees in, which is kind of like a lower ab crunch. So that's another one you can try, but I'm sure there's probably more resources for that online, um, using your baby to do exercise and stuff like that. Just be very careful, make sure you're safe, use whatever you have to use for balance. And, um, just, you know, if it's doesn't seem right for you, don't try it. Cause we definitely don't want any injured babies. Um, this next one is not really so much a thing to do or an activity, but it's just an idea. Um, I didn't put this one under the chore list, but it is free. Um, And it could help you with chores because it could make cleaning a little less for you. Um, And that is to hide some of the baby's toys and rotate them out. Um, But make sure that you have a schedule for yourself because um, I put some toys away for one of my kids one time and then found them like a year later and none of them were really age appropriate anymore. Um, But if you have a schedule of doing this like every two weeks or every week or something, um, it can make your chore time less because there's not as many things for the baby to pull out. Um, But it also keeps things fresh and fun because if they're seeing the same stuff every single day, it's like they just get so bored. And I, that's one of the things with my daughter, I just see her getting so bored and uh, actually rearranged the furniture, took her tent down the other day so that um, it was just different for her because it's just been so boring. So um, definitely set yourself a reminder or something for that one because, yeah, you don't want to forget the toys. Um, okay, this next one, it's kind of an activity. It will depend on your baby, and it's also going to require some um research on your part because I definitely cannot tell you how to do this um, with just a podcast. You need to watch a video of someone doing it and even then you need to be careful and you might want to have a second person for the first time you try it. Um, But I have this one under 
it can allow you to do chores and also it is free depending on if you have the right kind of um, material but someone sent me this video about the Af it's called African way to carry a baby and there's a whole bunch of people it's been on TikTok and it's been on um, there's a lot of YouTube videos of how to do it and I guess um, mothers in Africa have this way of wrapping a it's you have to have fabric that's pretty has to be flexible but it also has to be um like you don't want to use stretchy unless it's like um I don't know how to describe I tried using a flannel blanket to do this and it did work but flannel is definitely not a good option um I don't think it has like you need the right amount of give and also not give um, but you get the baby onto your back, which is actually way easier than it sounds. Um, the videos will show you how to do it and you kind of use your elbows to hold them, um, keep them from going from side to side, but you do have to lean forward as well. Um, so if you have back issues may not be the easiest thing. Um, you wrap the baby. There's no, you don't tie anything. It's all like folded and rolled, which is, um, the first part of it is kind of the way that I do, um, towels when I take a shower um but the bottom is like you cross it and then like roll I was totally expecting her to tie it but she doesn't she rolls it up underneath um and then you so you kind of like have them piggybacked on your back but the wrap is holding them tight and um the first person that showed it to me was um talking about how to get your baby to fall asleep while you do chores and they just carried the baby around and um she fell asleep and then it's actually really easy to get them out because there's no tying. You just, when I got my daughter out of it, I just sat down on the couch and untied it and she was sitting on the couch. So, um, anyway, they definitely have to be, you know, holding their heads up and all that kind of stuff. And I tried it with her arms out, but I don't think I got her high enough up on my back. Um, so I was kind of leaning forward to keep her, um, secure, but I actually came into the living room and, um, I was holding my arms so that if she did slip or anything, I would catch her. Um, and I'm very flexible with my arms behind my back. So I, um, I can do the yoga thing with your hands clasped behind your back, um, in like the prayer position. <laughs> it's, it's, if you haven't seen that, look it up. That will tell you the kind of flexibility I'm talking about. But I kind of did that in, I mean, not the yoga pose, but had my hands behind me and I tried all different kinds of ways to see if she would slip out and she didn't. So, um, even though what happened was while I was putting her in, she sat up and it kind of stretched the blanket out. Um, so that's why I say flannel is not a good choice. Um, my next plan is to just use a regular, um, sheet and see, cause I think that would give me the rigidity of, you know, to hold her close to my back so I can stand up straight and not be worried about it. Um, but I definitely, um, I can see how it would work because with her, with them that close to your body, it's not like a carrier where they're actually out a little bit and the center of gravity is off. Like if you can actually get them that close to your body and get them secure, I feel like you could do chores, um, pretty easily. And also I feel like because their arms and legs are facing you, um, like I have the wrap and I can face her out when I'm doing stuff, but because she can kick her arms and legs, um, I feel like, and also I think just having her on the front 
is a strain on my back. Um, but definitely check that out because I think, I think there's something to that. I think that will be, um, yeah, I'm going to, I haven't tried it again since the first time, but I need to do that and report back to you guys. All right. The next one is toddler crayons. So toddler crayons are larger than regular crayons. Sometimes you see the one there's, they have some that look like, they almost look like game pieces. Um, they have like a base that's supposed to go in their palm and then they have a thin, um, part that is almost thinner than regular crayons. I'm not talking about those. Um, I used to have some for my daughter that actually had like little one of, not this daughter, but one of the other daughters, (laughs) it actually had like little plastic toys and then the crayon was on the inside at the bottom. And then I just got like really big, um, like a roll of, of, I don't know. It's, it is art paper, but, um, it's not, it's not the big giant bulletin board craft paper. It's like, um, it kind of looks like what the, they have on a doctor's table, the paper that they constantly roll out, but it's a little thicker. Um, so I haven't actually purchased these yet, but I was looking at them online today. And I really think, um, the other option that's similar to that is finger paint. But when I was saying before that you really have to make sure that you have the space to be able to do that, um, you know, you've got to have something underneath you while you're doing that. And so I don't know about, um, I mean, most finger paint is washable, but still, you know, that's my only thing is with messes, but I've thought about it because I think she'd really have fun with that. I'm just not sure I'm ready for that. So, okay. This next one is also similar to this, and this one could be free depending on, again, I'm going to give you a version that would definitely be probably free for most people. And then I'm going to give you the version that I actually created. Um, and then I'm going to add something to it. If you have the free the stuff to do this as a free version, um, something you can add that you may have to purchase, or you may already have this, but it is kind of random. Um, and that is sensory bins. So around this age is like a great age for, um, sensory bins. And I talked about the one that I created for my daughter. It has like cotton balls and feathers and things like that. But the first thing that I did for her was I took a bowl of rice and put like, um, measuring cups and stuff like that in it. And I sat with her on the floor so she wasn't just able to go anywhere with it. Um, and we had a blanket underneath us, which you could use that if all you have is rice. But if you have something that may, might be messier in there, um, another idea is on Amazon, they have, I just call them toy totes. I don't know if that's actually what they're called. But I bought these for my daughter, um, my older daughter, because not my, okay, my second oldest daughter. No, my second youngest daughter. I'm sorry. There's so many of them trying to keep them straight for you guys. So she had like a bunch of little like toys, like little animals and things like that. And she'll play with them in her floor. And then it was time to clean up. It's like, okay, clean up. And it would take forever. So I bought her these toy totes thinking this will solve all of her problems because basically it has a, um, a drawstring around the edge and it's a really big circle. Like I'd say it's probably six to eight feet across, um, like from one side completely to the other. Um, 
And when you're done playing, you literally just pull the drawstring and the whole bag, you know, like it just gathers everything that's in the middle. So all the toys. And then the outside has handles and pockets. So you can just pick it up and put it wherever. And there's more stuff on the outside. So like if you have something where it's like you have like a game board and then you have the pieces or something, you could put the game board in the pocket on the outside and have just all the little things on the inside. I think they make different sizes. But my thought was if you had something like just rice and um, a bowl in your kitchen and let the baby play while you're doing well rice you'd have to watch because you don't want them to be putting that in their mouth um, unless it's cooked that was another option for the for the sensory bins is to do like cooked rice and just different textures of course that's like a one-time use then you have to throw it away Um, but the dry rice you can reuse but definitely it's not one meant to be doing chores um, but just to keep the area clean having the little toy tote out on the floor Um, but that was my thought of like, I'm guessing most people don't have carpet in their kitchen. So, um, just on a hard floor, but having the toy tote on top so you can just gather it all up if, um, if there's a mess and then pour it out. Um, but it's definitely another thing to kill some time and it's probably something, you know, unless you have a toddler with sensory issues, it may be something you haven't thought of. Um, we also have Play-Doh. That's another thing that we do for sensory time um but I just keep it all together in the bin and then when I'm letting her play with the sensory stuff that's not play-doh I just take the play-doh things out um she still doesn't like to touch the play-doh though she's very funny about it okay so the next one is actually the last one and this is something that will definitely help you with chores but it is going to cost something if you don't already have one Um, So I'm not talking about a play pin, although they're usually called play yards now. So I'm not talking about something that has a bottom to it. I'm talking about one that goes directly on your floor. Um, So I recently got a play yard um, with panels that I can add to and take away. And it just makes a little place for her to be able to um, play wherever I'm at. Um, And I guess a play pin would work, but at this age... She's really too big for sitting in there because it's just, you know, I mean, I could see her doing it for a little while, but they're going to get sick of that. And I think the play yard thing, one of the reasons I think it helps um, keep their attention is because they can actually see from so many more angles. They can get up and walk around. They're actually on the same floor you're on. So they don't feel, I don't think they feel as enclosed as they do in the play pen. Um... So with this, I like the idea um, that I can add panels and take panels away to fit different spaces. I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I kept the recording, but I actually made it into a four, um, like a square, (laughs) and brought her in the bathroom one day when I didn't have any help to be able to take a bath. So um, there's definitely a lot of options there and uses. depending on the space you have like in my kitchen six was really too many um five is perfect um five is really the lowest number you want to go down to um and you can't do less than four but I would say five is the um four is only in an emergency and also only if you have um something on either side so that it cannot tip over 
Um, and in my bathroom, there's hardly any space. Like the four thing hardly fit in there. So it was very secure. It was not going to tip over. Um, but I could see it tipping with four if you just had them like in the middle of a random floor. Also, there would be the opportunity for them to push on one side and have it actually collapse. Not collapse, collapse. Because it is not easy to... Um, like it doesn't open or close easily. It has like this kind of almost like a ratchet type thing. But it doesn't... Um, it doesn't lock, but it does move more like a ratchet. It's like it, it, um, it's kind of wobbles and then it'll pop and pop into the next, um, angle. So anyway, that is definitely an option. Um, but it's, they are kind of pricey. I will say the open box one that I got from Amazon it was literally just an open box. The stuff had never come out of it because it was all still um, like attached together and everything else. And it was in the box like perfectly. So um, the, the um, tag on it wasn't even removed. So um, that's definitely an option that can save you a little bit. I want to say it was like 50, it was either 55 or 65. I don't know if the original price was 75 and I got it for 65 or if the original price was 65 and I got it for 55, but it was definitely one of those two prices, 55 or 65. So, um, that's about how much for the open box. Um, and I really want to say it was 65 and I got it for 55, but I can't a hundred percent guarantee that. So, um, all right. So that was 10 ideas five of those completely free, five of them helping you out with chores, um, and just giving you some ideas for your possibly very bored, very bored toddler. And just to give you some relief as well, if you happen to have one of those creatures at your house. So, um, all right guys, um, love to get your feedback or if you have any other things that you would add or any things that you would like to hear more about that I do with my toddler or keeping my house clean. You can always send me an email at um, cleaning buddies podcast, cleaning buddies podcast at gmail.com.